Welcome back, everyone, to the Epic Gardening Podcast. We're going deep this week on all sorts of topics around nutrients, growing media, how it all interacts, and trying to give a better understanding, especially to beginner growers, on how to really think about this, especially if you're growing in a hydroponic situation where you don't have the soil to rely on to do a lot of this work for you. So we've got Mike Chang back on the show. He's the in-house agronomist for Grower's House. So Mike, you know, we've talked a lot about nutrients. We have not talked about something I think really important and also somewhat confusing for beginners, which would be just this, first of all, the entire concept of pH, but also Mm -hmm. how to manage it and why is it actually so important that you keep your media or your soil in a certain range? Yeah. um, So a lot of, there are a lot of misconceptions and kind of misunderstanding of what pH is. So pH is basically the balance of uh, hydrogen, hydroxide, hydronium, which is H3O, and the cations and anions in your solution, which we went over earlier, which is the positively and negatively charged uh, particles, just ions in solution. Um, The big thing about pH is it affects pretty much all of the uptakeability of all of your macro and micronutrients. Um, As far as the ideal pH range goes, you know, you'll hear a lot of anecdotal talk of 5.8 to 6.5 and that is typical for most uh, dicots and most plants but you know you have things like uh, berry bushes that love like 4.5 or acidic soil Mm. and they've adapted to kind of uptake micronutrients and macronutrients a little bit differently at their root zone sites than most other plants so a lot of this comes down to the charge of these ions and how they either interact with other ions in the solution or the media itself and the roots in the media. So you need to have the right pH in order for things like, for example, iron. Plant available iron is iron Fe, it's iron two. And mm-hmm. then through oxidation at higher pHs, like around seven or eight, it becomes iron three, which is not plant available. So that's what things like chelates do is they'll hold that iron into a plant available state for higher than what it's typically made to do. So these chemical chelates like EDDHA, I know uh, Ventana Plant Sciences uses that because of the fact that the range that that iron becomes available now is anywhere in the acidic range all the way up to pH of eight, which is Mm -hmm. pretty alkaline for, for iron uptake. So if your root zone doesn't have the correct pH, there's really a lot of hurdles your plant has to go through in order to find and acquire and assimilate these micro and macronutrients. Yeah, except, so I remember, you know, when I first started growing, it was a hydro cucumber, and a lot of people who listen have already heard this story, but it was pretty bad. I mean, the, the, <laughs> fruit, the fruit just tasted pretty bad, and it didn't grow necessarily, it didn't fail to grow. Like, I got fruit, and I was able to harvest it, but my suspicion back then was, okay, well, given that I didn't have soil, I was growing hydroponically, I must have not, maybe the pH was in the wrong range where you're getting a nutrient lockout problem, or maybe I just, you know, fertilized wrong, but maybe we could touch on this, this idea of nutrient lockout, how it relates to pH. Yeah, absolutely. So that ideal pH range that we spoke of that 5.8 to 6.5, that is why that's kind of colloquially, colloquially known as the ideal pH, because that's typically the range that all the micro and macronutrients are available to the plant. Um, when you go into the more alkaline ranges, a lot of those micronutrients drop off. Um, similarly, uh, if you go into the acidic ranges, anything below about like a four, you see a huge drop off in uptake. 
And in, especially in a hydroponic setting, the pH can swing kind of wildly, depending on how you're growing, um, if you're doing CO2 injection, if you have microbes, things like that. So trying to get a handle on your pH is a big thing when it comes to hydroponic growing, um, especially if you're using kind of more inert medias like, uh, you know, cocoa, rock wool, that, that can hold on to quite a bit of water as well. So that water can, you know, acidify or change within that root zone. So, you know, it's, it's constantly shifting. So it's just like a constant test. If you weren't kind of testing your runoff pH or your root zone pH every week or so, then it's probably likely that you had things go, go a little bit sideways. Yeah. And, and that's a guarantee. And in the case of those cucumbers I was talking about. So uh, are there misconceptions that, that people have about pH that, you see kind of spread around all the time? And, and if so, I'd, I'd love to kind of clear some of those up. I would say um, there has kind of been an over-obsession with being too acidic in your in your grow mediums. A lot of these uh, hydroponic growers will kind of go all the way down to 5.5 five for, for a lot of their nutrient solutions, and that's really not necessary. Um, ideally, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of want to see how nature does it. You know, rainwater comes down at about 6.5, anywhere from 6 to 6.5 usually. And then that is acidic enough to kind of charge the soil ecology. And then the soil ecology helps balance that pH out. In a hydroponic setting, you can't really do that. So one of the misconceptions is, you know, water in is water out, but that's not necessarily the case. If you're not constantly monitoring the, the root zone pH, then you really don't know the pH that your plant is really working with. The leachate can change you know, a couple of minutes after it comes off of the, uh, the leachate trays. So that's, so you pH, need to get right into the root zone to test yeah. if you want the accurate measurement. Yeah. Yeah. In, in hydroponic, especially getting those root zone pH probes is, is really important, especially if you think you have a pH problem, that's the best way of really determining if you do. Okay. Well, that's a great, I think that's a great little tip to end on there. I'm going to have to snag a, a root zone pH probe pretty soon here. So tomorrow guys, we're going to be talking about uh, how, how feeding your plants changes over its life stage, which is, you know, a huge thing in the cannabis world, but of course it, it's a thing in the entirety of, of growing plants. So stay tuned, good luck in the garden and keep on growing. Kevin here, just a friendly reminder that most everything you hear here on the Epic Gardening Podcast is accompanied by a much more in-depth article over at epicgardening.com. So you can go to www.epicgardening.com, type in the search box, whatever topic you want, and almost always there's going to be something that pops up. And if there's not, we are working on it. We are putting out in-depth gardening guides every single week. So head on over there if you're more of a reader and check it out. Good luck in the garden and keep on growing. <laughs>